Welcome to Joyful Eating. I'm your host, Jules Clancy, a former food scientist and winemaker turned cookbook author and health coach. I've discovered a simple way to have a joyful relationship with food without sacrificing pleasure or my waistline, and I can help you get there too. Listen on to find out how. Hello, hello. Happy New Year. So welcome to 2023. And our topic today is solving your dinner dilemma. I'm actually recording this a bit earlier. Um, So actually my best bite that I had yesterday, I had the last class for joyful cooking for my um, cooking cooking class and for the year. And we made, we were talking about making sauces and we made a beetroot hummus using vacuum packed beets. So delicious. And it was just like, it's one of those things I hadn't made in ages and I'd forgotten how good it is. (laughs) Yes. So just wanted to share that that was the best bite I'd had. Plan for today is first I'm going to share the story behind this episode, of course, and then we'll look at what is your, like the biggest recurring dinner dilemma. And then we're going to talk about the three essential resources to solve it. And then I have a bonus tip for you. So yeah, so basically the story behind this episode. So the very first class, it's actually, I'm celebrating 13 years in business. So the very first online cooking class that I taught um, was this program called um, Solve Your Dinner Dilemma. And I hadn't thought about it for years, of course, because it was like 13 years ago that I, I made it. But so crazy, like one of the people that was in that first class, Michelle Pizer, I still remember her name. Like I remember her being on the calls and like it was, this was kind of pre-Zoom. It was really, I can't even remember what technology I was using to communicate with my people. But anyway, turns out like last year I was in a business mastermind and on the first call, I like saw this, like this name, Michelle Pizer. I was like, oh, that sounds really familiar. And then when I saw her like on the camera, I was like, I think that's her. Anyway, we happened to be paired up in a pod as part of the business muscle. And she's now like a really good friend of mine. Um, but anyway, she was like, Jules, she's like, I was in your first class. I was in Solve Your Dinner Dilemma. So, and she was like, yeah, like years later, she is still using like cooking stuff from that class. And it was really helpful for her. Like she was going through breast cancer at the time. And so it really helped her on her healing recovery to like be eating well and taking care of herself. So um, yeah, so that's what reminded me of this name, Solve Your D- Dinner Dilemma. And the thing is, that dinner dilemma of deciding what to cook every night hasn't gone away (laughs) for most people. So what is this recurring dinner dilemma? It's just that thing of like, you know, every day, like deciding what we're going to eat, which for some people I know, like takes up a lot of mental energy and you kind of get to 4 p.m. and you're like, ah, what am I doing for dinner? Or you're in, you know, go to the supermarket on the way home and you're in there and you're like, ah, what am I going to cook? So I know that this can be a big problem but all is not lost. <laughs> if this is something that you're struggling with, like I have got you covered. So basically there's three essential resources to help you solve that recurring dinner dilemma. So it doesn't become this big thing every night. Um, and actually one thing, yeah, like where I'm at with my cooking, like I have a meal plan, I plan ahead. And so I kind of know what we're going to have for dinner every night. So it's not this big thing. And the cool thing is that when you do that, it's more efficient because at one time you're making decisions for multiple days rather than every day having to redecide, redecide, redecide. So you get that efficiency of like batching your tasks. And also you get the efficiency in shopping. So you're like, you're not going to the store every single day or like multiple times a week or you know, because you kind of, you can go, you can get what you need and then you, you're good. But the biggest benefit, like so yes, it saves money and saves you time, but the biggest benefit I think is just this, it takes off that mental load at the end of a long day, like when you've already tired, like your brain's fried, like that's the 
that's the hardest time to be having to decide what to cook. So by changing that and actually deciding ahead of time, it just makes it so much easier. So what are the three essential resources to kind of set you up so that you're able to solve this and get out of that trap of like, of having to decide every day? And there's th- there's three essential re- resources. And I did mention the meal planning word. I know the, th- the thought of planning freaks people out, but you actually don't need to be, you know, have this perfect, I'm going to cook this, you know, have the whole week mapped out to do this and to make it work. So the, the, the actual resources that you really need, you just need a list of meals, like a list of go-to meals. So what are the things that you like to cook, <laughs> that are easy for you, that like that tick all those boxes of like taste, nutrition, you know, ease. So you need a list of go-to meals. Then you need, and like, it doesn't have to be a huge list either. Like, you know, just 10, 10 ideas that you can rotate and then you can change it over the months and the seasons, but just having that core list so that you're not starting from scratch every night where you're like, oh, what are we going in? There's the whole world of possibility. Like if by having that list, it gives you a starting place. So that's the first thing you need, that just a list of go-to meals. The next thing you need is like some decision-making process and like some way to decide what you're going to have for dinner and the timing that goes around that. So I guess it's a process, it's kind of a habit as well. It doesn't matter what it is and it it can be lots of different things. So for some people like me, like mostly I do like a week, a plan for the week um, and depending on when I'm shopping and what's going on, but yeah, mostly it's a plan for the week. For some people that's like way too much thinking, like all at once. I've worked with people that actually just getting the plan the day before. So after they have dinner, just thinking through, looking at a list of go-to meals and thinking, okay, what's my day like tomorrow? What, What can I do for dinner tomorrow? And like making that decision the night before, that can be like their decision-making process and that can work really well because yes, you're still, that's still at the end of the day, but after you've had dinner, like you're more relaxed, you're in the kitchen anyway, so you can see what you've got. Like it just, it makes it easier. And then, you, you know, you know, if you need to pick stuff up, that can work really well or anywhere in between where you might like to like decide for two or three days, like two days at a time and shop that, that way or three days, or maybe, you know, sometimes it's three days, sometimes you do two days. Like it doesn't really matter the time frame, but just as that you have some process that isn't waiting until the very last minute to decide. Although if waiting to the very last minute to decide if that works for you, then like, of course you don't have a dinner, dinner dilemma and that's, that's not a problem. But if that stresses you out and you're not enjoying that, the alternative is to just think about your process and bring it back and like make a conscious choice about when you actually want to do it. So We've got our list of go-to meals. The second thing is this decision-making process. And then the third thing is like simple new ideas because if you have your go-tos and you're only cooking go-tos, then that can get a bit boring and we don't want to like get into that stuck in a rut feeling. And so just having a resource that you can go to of simple new ideas can be really like that just to inject. Like, so you're having like, you know, once a week or maybe once every couple of weeks that you're trying something new, just to bring that excitement and to, um, and to, you know, just make it a bit more fun. Those are the three essential resources that you need. And there's also some bonus things, and I, I won't go into too much detail on these, but things like your philosophy, like your thoughts around deciding what to cook and your thoughts around cooking, like that, that has a huge impact on how you feel about it. So having a, that philosophy is is really key, like having your, a positive attitude towards it. Um, having like some pantry, like having your pantry where you've got some a backup insurance so that no matter what happens, you've always got something in the 
house that you can cook is a, another really great way to take the mental load off. Having some way to manage your shopping list and to know what you need. Um, and then also having the habit of shopping is key. And then finally, like that keeping it spontaneous so that when you like when your plans change, which happens in life all the time, it's given, like having that ability to be spontaneous and so, but not waste ingredients. So having like a waste avoidance strategy so that if you do have bought ingredients, you know what to do with them so that they're not going to go to waste. So I know that's a lot, but three essential resources. So your list of go-to meals, your decision-making process, and some way to get new ideas is really the, the, uh, the key three things that you need. You can do that yourself. Like you can just write a list of like, what are the current things that I like, or really cook and that I like to cook or that work for us? Or you can get your family involved and do it as a team. Then you can think about your decision-making process. And of course, if you're looking for new ideas, I have an abundance of those. And um, yeah, you're welcome to join Simple Meal Plans where I actually send out a meal plan each week with five simple six-ingredient dinner recipes and a, and a sweet treat. Um, so that's a, a resource if you, if you wanted that. Um, and then my bonus tip for you is just to remember that resistance is normal. So if you feel that tension, you feel that resistance to making decisions, this is to how human brains work because decisions take energy and our brains like to be efficient. So having that resistance to making decisions is totally normal. So don't use that as a reason not to make the decision and not to have that process, but just know that nothing's gone wrong. Of course, you're feeling resistance and that the more you practice this and the more you have these habits in place, um, the easier it gets and the actual less mental mental load it takes and that yeah, it just becomes this cycle of goodness. Yeah. So that's it for today. So if you like, if you struggle with the mental load of choosing meals and like that whole knowing what to grocery shop and staying healthy, then I have the perfect thing for you. So to help you solve your dinner dilemma, I'm actually running a challenge for everyone in my simple meal plans program. So it's called the, I know what to cook challenge, not that I don't know what to cook, the I know what to cook challenge. And that's going to walk you through step-by-step step with a checklist. So how to get these essential resources in place and also the bonus resources too, so that you you aren't scrambling around at 4pm trying to figure out what's for dinner. So the challenge is going to be available from January 3rd to all Simple Meal Plans members. So to get in on the fun, all you need to do is um, join Simple Meal Plans today. So see the link in the show notes or um, if you just Google stone soup, so stone as in rock and soup as in a bowl of, and you'll come to my my website, my blog, um, and click on the meal plans tab and you can, you can join there. So have a beautiful, delicious first week of the year and I will catch you next week. Bye. Before you go, this is the best part. So if you enjoyed Joyful Eating, subscribe to the podcast and I'd love to send you a copy of my free cookbook called Six Ingredients, 20 Minutes, Simple Whole Foods for Joyful Weeknight Dinners. It's full of easy recipes, so delicious they'll satisfy even the biggest food snob. Just Google Stone Soup and you'll find it.